welcome to another episode of Dystopian Hot Dog. Yeah, the, the podcast. The, the podcast with no aims, but we like to play games, and there's no better game than Buckaroo. Well, I would argue with that immediately. Kaplunk. Better game than Buckaroo. Have you lost your marbles? Hey! Gag! Ring a ding ding! Really good, really, really good. Really good gag. Really but you think good. Kaplunk's better than Buckaroo? Oh, unquestionably, mate. Straws, marbles, tube, twisty nature. Yeah. Buckaroo. Donkey bucking. When you my kids come out and load me with their cokes and their bags. You do a buckaroo joke. I do a buckaroo yeah. joke. And they yeah. never get it. No. But maybe there might be one parent <clears throat> in the vicinity who'll hear it and go, well, yeah, you, when, yeah when, you do that gag every day, you fucking husband. When my kids put straws through my ears. And in, your eye falls out. And my eye falls out <laughs> and my hemorrhoids come out of my bottom. You're like a human kaplunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I say, uh, you've kaplunked me. Yeah, and, and then you put your eye back in and you just leave the hemorrhoids wherever they drop. That's right. And Frankie the dog has a sniff. That's right, and later we play uh, Conkers. Conkers, with, with the aforementioned yeah. hemorrhoids. There's areas in Yorkshire that end a lot in raid, don't they? Uh, well, there are. Yeah. I'm going to suggest that there's equally as many places in Lancashire. Right, hang on. Right, famous roads. Right, so... Hebden Road, Yorkshire. Right, okay. What is the... Fox Road, Kirklees, West Yorkshire. Okay. Hebden Road, West Yorkshire. Yeah. You're not telling me that Road Mill, Lancashire, forget that yeah, one. Oldham. Yeah, old, forget that. Um, Road House, Greater Manchester, forget that one. 2-2. Two, two. Road Moor Wind Farm, located at <laughs> Peniston, I think they pronounce it. Is it is Peniston, yeah. It's but not, it's, it's, that's in Barnsley. But it's nicer to think of it as Penis Tone. Yeah, it is, yeah. South penis, Yorkshire. Penis Tone. Hey, that guy's got a lovely penis tone, and then yeah. you've got. So, have you won three two in the battle of the Royce? I won three two, but um, well, well, in which case, I'm going to open a new town uh, just outside Preston called uh, Steroid. <laughs> Steroid, yeah. Go for it. I don't think you'll get planning permission to build any houses. I don't think you have the financial backing to do it. Right. I don't think you've got. I don't think you've got the contacts, mate. You might do a decent panto fucking comedy role, mm. but don't think you can just rock up in Preston and start building your own towns. Well, all I'll say, just, you know, I mean, you were good in Elf, mate, but yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah, well, just watch, right? In 10 years' time, now, when your kids have just bought a semi-detached in steroid, right, on the outskirts, and I'll tell you where I'll put it as well, it's not in Preston, it's, on the, it's, it's between Preston and Chorley. Bamber Bridge. Yes. Just next to Bamber Bridge, up from Off there. the motorway. Off the motorway, of course. And you're targeting first-time buyers like my son. He's yeah. going to buy it in yeah. 10 years' time yeah. when he's 18. Yeah, yeah. So you're, going to, so you're going to do some kind of government scheme to encourage first-time buyers. I'm going to, um, yeah. I'm going to say, uh, also, you can get a free uh, milk delivery, which I will personally do. Well, now you've said that, I, I want to get involved. Do <laughs> you? Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I slagged you off earlier on yeah. about your idea, but now I think it's a great idea. Well, I, I can't. Milky steroids. That's what I want the milk business to be called because it's a separate subsidiary. Okay. All right. Milky steroids. Yeah. Steroid <laughs> or steroid so milk. It's like a character that I'd like to have a drink yeah. with. Who are yeah. you going out with tonight? John, Dave, Harry, and Milky steroids. <laughs> well, when I was younger, when I used to ejaculate because it was so strong, I used to I used to imagine them as milky steroids. Well, specifically milky asteroids. 
they just like explode like milky. a milky asteroid. So if I can recreate milky asteroids as a business later on in life, it will remind me of when I had a strong ejaculate. I think milky asteroids would be a better game than Buckaroo and Kaplunk put together. I definitely think. But if we can bring in the the positive facets of all those games, yeah, then that could only be a winner why has no one done that by the way why has no one brought in the positive aspects of all board games to create one thunder bastard <laughs> of a board game the board game to conquer and shag all of the board games yeah that you're right because there's, there's a pants up in the northeast um cinderella and the beanstalk it was basically the, the they, they've married them up they've married them up why don't that happen more but not everything has to join, does it? I think that maybe that's what you're getting confused with. You're thinking like... Well, how do you explain the success of Half Rice, Half Chips? It's <laughs> a very good point. That's my answer to everything. If you're in an argument with anyone, even if you're not arguing about mixing things up, you could be in court and you're just in your fucking last moment you think, shit, it's all against me. But you know in your top pocket, you can just baffle the... <laughs> The prosecution and the jury by saying, Your Honour, before you pass sentence, I've got one more thing to say. Okay, Mr. Ryan, but it better be good considering you now face 25 years minimum in jail. Okay, Your Honour, let me say this. The jury, members of the prosecution, the gallery, the watching nation. I'd explain the success of Half Rice, Half Chips. And just watch the fucking... Just gasps. Yeah, just gasps. If you're saying everything in the world has to be joined or come together, for example, those very famous... Well, one's famous and one isn't. You know, the the Siamese twins from America, where one's a famous country star and the other one is on the other side and just is covered up with a blanket whilst she's performing and they literally shut down that's the term they use by the way I've seen the documentary she says and when she's singing away doing her stuff I yeah. shut down Yeah, like she's a fucking computer Apple yeah. yeah absolutely what I'm saying is this business pitch is going to be harder to them if you then say yeah but half chips half rice <laughs> yeah and then walk out <laughs> yeah maybe they'll, they'll buy it they'll think hang on they'll go fucking hell He's, we don't know what it means right now <laughs> But the way he's just delivered that with complete conviction, <laughs> such fucking authority. Yeah. We better just agree to whatever Confidence, it is he's asking yeah. for and, and go along with it. That's the blag of life, Marv, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if all that made sense, but welcome to another episode. Yeah. Or are we ending an episode? <laughs> well, maybe what we can do is join and end the episode. Welcome to the end of this episode. Amazing. And that's the end of this welcoming to the episode. So enjoy it. And we'll see you next time. Enjoy listening to this. Goodbye. Hello. We used to have a guy in Preston who stood at the bottom of St George's shopping centre selling a yard of plaster and lighters. Oh, yeah. That's a good mix, isn't it? A yard of plaster? yard of plaster, yeah. Why would you want specifically a yard of plaster? I don't know. You mean like plaster of Paris? No. Plaster that you would put on a cut. Plasters. <laughs> so he'd have, he'd have over his arm, yeah. like a fucking waiter with a towel, yeah. just reams of plaster, all cut as a yard, because that's the point of it being a yard of plaster. It has to be a yard. What sort of injury have you got to do to yourself to put a plaster no, that no, big no, on no, your no, torso? No, Tam, you, it's not about the length of Unless the Unless you do something in your midriff. Tam, what? you just... 
buy the yard of plaster, you cut it up when you need it. So you cut it to size. Well, where do you store it? I don't know. Maybe just walk around, walk around with it on your arm all the time for when you need it. Like if you were trying to catch a kestrel. <laughs> it's always in your skyrocket. <laughs> testicles, testicles, plaster and watch. That's the saying, isn't it? <laughs> but he used to sell a yard of plaster over one arm. Yeah. And then in his other hand, just a load of little lighters. This man was just a fucking lunatic, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> it's just a mental Preston man. But I just, but but that was part of my childhood. Oh, the the right. bottom of St George's shopping centre, yeah, by All Sports, yeah. just in front of McDonald's, yeah. was a mush selling a yard of plaster and lighters. Because even if you use the plaster, you burn yourself. You don't put a plaster on a burn. You get some solar cane. No, they're two worlds which shouldn't collide. No, no, no. Maybe no. he thinks ah. You cut yourself, you're stressed, get the plaster on. Yeah. The last thing to stop off getting over the stress, tap. Maybe he's just thought, look, if it works for shoe shiners and key cutters. Yeah. What what are you selling? Uh, Shrimps and wallpaper. (laughs) Obviously. Just you could get uh, get them all lined up by the precinct. Yeah. Just two uh, wares. My first ever job was at Raylaw Limited in Preston on Blackpool Road near Dorman Smith for the locals. And I got this job just as I left school after my GCSEs. And the two things that they sold, locks and cat flaps. (laughs) (laughs) As you know what, I went there two weeks, didn't even question it. If those two things have ever been on the same list, I'd be surprised. Love, you just get us a lock. Oh, and while you're out, just pick up a cat flap. No, get two. Did she say, did she say pick up a Kit Kat then? I think she said cat flap. So I worked there for two weeks because what happened was it was a mother and son that worked in this dispatches department. So we'd get the orders through about what people want where and we would send out the locks or the cat flaps. Right. Now the first week I worked there, the son was off. Right. I worked with this woman, I can't remember her name. She must have been about 60. What I do remember is that she stank of whiskey. Well, I don't know if it was whiskey, but alcohol. Yeah. All week. Okay. All week. Now looking back, she was a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. She was holding down a job, but she was stunk of drink. I'm 16. She keeps referring to the guy who'll be back next week and she'll be on holiday next week. At no stage does she say, he is my son. This is a problem. I'm a young lad. I don't know how to keep my mouth shut. Oh. The following week when her son's in, he at some stage says, let's call it, let's call her Teresa. How was it last week with Teresa? I said it, it was all right, but she didn't half stink of booze all week. I think she's an alcoholic. He didn't say much from memory. Right. Did but, his expression change? Um, I think so. We didn't talk about her drinking much after that. Okay. But then towards the end of the week, I got wind of the fact that that was his mum. Awkward. But could have been worse if you'd have slept with her. Yeah. If you'd have just said, yeah, pretty good. Shifted a few cat flaps. Yeah. And then I shifted into her cat flap and I mucked her. And if you want some, I'm prepared to do you as well. Then he might have said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have already known she was Yeah, I think he probably would have known she's a piss pot. I mean, for a start, really, she's selling locks and cat flaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, 
the work of a stable mind. <laughs> so, so there you are. If, if you apply for a job at the local lot providing company and cat flap distributor, just be ready to work with female pissheads who will try and shag you. So that's the lesson to learn. Marvin, a short time ago on a previous podcast, I talked to you about the Tinku Festival in Bolivia. Do you remember? I, I, I do, yeah. Jacob Rees-Mogg got a mention. It was nice for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've since stumbled upon another remarkable festival that takes place in Mexico, which is called the Exploding Hammer Festival of San Juan de la Vega. Amazing. Exploding Hammer. And it does what it says on the tin... The hammers explode. Because a hammer in itself is also in, it's already a deadly weapon. Yeah. But... Not, e- not even Thor's hammer explodes. No. I don't think. I think it just fucking causes hammer carnage. Yeah, I think so. But once you strap explosives to the edge of a sledgehammer... That'll do it. Potassium chloride, sulfur-based, homemade explosive... The stuff that that Roadrunner would have used to try and catch... No, Coyote would have used to catch Roadrunner. I've got Roadrunner and Thor both written down. my God. Look at that. You didn't even see that. I didn't even fucking see it. That was my train of thought. But because I'm a child of the 80s, as soon as you mentioned mentioned TNT, (laughs) you go Coyote. Yeah. Wiley Coyote. Absolutely. And uh, I should credit the comedian who said it, but it always made me laugh. I can't credit him because I don't know who he is, but he said... Isn't it a shame uh, Wiley Coyote was always remembered for his predisposition to violence instead of his really realistic drawings of tunnels? <laughs> <laughs> makes a great point. It makes a great was. point. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, it only happens on one day of the year for Lent. So it's happening in February. So we could still go to this. Yeah, because from past episodes, you know, we are we're good at tourist information. Ah. After the Bradford tourist Mate, video. Bradford so- is booming. Bradford is booming, and that's another slogan. Yeah, well, it's the musical, Bradford is Booming. It's yeah. coming out in June. Yeah. Bradford is booming. It's really, really, really picked up. Bradford is booming since Marvin and Tam have got off the truck. The truck. Bradford is booming today. Tits and teeth. Just a little, little tease there for... For uh, Bradford is booming the musical coming yeah. to your screens and stages very 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 soon. Sponsored by the Agra Indian restaurants, yeah, from the area as well. Yeah, I think it's Agra. Well, listen, you say Agra, I say Agra. Which is the first song in the show? You say Agra, I say Agra. You change the key. I say fuck you. Yeah. Now, the people who are running the show, the main producers, they're not happy with their opening lines. But we want it to be punchy, don't we? We want it like Bradford's answer to Avenue Q. When Mel Brooks does a new musical, he doesn't go out there for the mainstream. He's not making friends, is he? He doesn't want to make friends. He wants to cause a stir. He wants to cause a stir. He wants to cause a consternation. That's right. And that's why we, we've got this song about causing a consternation with a population of Asians, which is another song... 
which we don't know many lyrics to at the moment, and I don't think we should sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's a very much a Bollywood thing, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot bang, of Bollywood. Is it Bangra dancing? That's right. The the the, uh, the twisty hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twisty not, hand. No, I've always thought there would be an interesting thing to match it up with. You know, in the use of the Spanish. Yeah. The, what, oh, yeah. That's the ma- what, uh, what was it? Maracas. Oh, no, yeah. not maracas, are they? No, they're not well, they maracas. Castanets. Castanets. Yeah. Yes. So if you merge the Spanish castanets with the with the Bollywood, with the light changing, the the, the light, the light bulb, bulb changing, changing. Yeah, yeah, Bollywood yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. And then and then also chuck in uh, Highland dancing. You know, because <laughs> they do that with the hands, yeah. don't they? As well, they do do that. So it's all hand based. All hand based dancing. Yeah. Look, we can. Put, certainly put this choreography in the second half obviously the first half has been written out yeah it, so. but I don't want this conversation to distract us from the exploding hammers that are taking place in Mexico <laughs> we wouldn't want that we wouldn't want we that we wouldn't want that now the weird thing is about these religious well there's lots of weird things about it's nothing weird about religion mate <laughs> there's nothing weird about thinking that when you die you go to a place called heaven no. that's not weird that's normal <laughs> I was going to say there's nothing weird about a Mexican strapping explosives to his sledgehammer and then hitting ferociously onto some sheet metal. There's nothing, there's <laughs> nothing, nothing weird about that. No, no, no. And they're all at it in the population of uh, San Juan de la Vega. The fuckers for it, aren't they? I really think we should go. But the origins of this religious festival is presently unknown or conflicting. The population historically became embroiled in a battle with the wealthy landowners. And... It's a celebration of that conflict. What? So, so the masses are Revolted. being suppressed yeah. by the landowners, and, yeah. it's, and it's symbolic of their yeah. fight with the wealthy landowners. I, um, I, that's what I read into it. I've also got a conflicting story about it was some pastor, uh, not pastor, <laughs> it was some pastor <laughs> from yesteryear who was in Mexico who had uh, a fondness of hammers. <laughs> If they have created, an, is it an annual festival? Yes, it an is. An annual festival just because of one vicar yeah. centuries ago who liked his DIY. <laughs> then that's fucking... <laughs> I'm going to show you what happens in the Exploding Hammer Festival in San Juan. Here they go. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> fucking hell! Brilliant, isn't it? Look at that Mexican there. Bang! Oh! And he falls backwards. Look at him. Look this at is Brexit. <laughs> this is what. This is what. This is our opportunity now. Brexit's happened. Yeah. We're going to be a land with no regulations. Yeah. There's going to be no child safety. The children are going to be re-energized by their ability to play out again. There's going to be no speed limits, so no. they've got to be really good at crossing the road. <laughs> What's going to help them when a fucking car is speeding towards them? Them knowing that the driver knows that they've got a hammer full of explosives. <laughs> so if you do speed up to the kid on Blackpool Road in Preston, you're going to slow down. Because you know the kid has been inspired by the Mexican Exploding Hammer Festival. That's right. Mate, my brain is ticking away. Because kids were clearly loving that. Kids don't want parks. What they do want are exploding hammers. You know we said in previous episodes, Braille has had its day. Yeah. Seesaws have had their day. Toys in general have had their day. Gone. Soft play centres. Bollocks to soft play. The park, just a place to shag now. Follow the vibe of the Mexicans and let's create some kind of festival here. 
Yeah. Because what do we have here, mate? The best thing we've got is the cheese thing in yeah. Gloucestershire, where yeah. lots of grown men kill themselves Rolling by down chasing after a cheese, yeah. Yeah. right? Mate, I'd love it if those guys that we've just seen somehow got across the, the wall that Trump's building and just got into El Paso and just up through California. Yeah. And that would be the perfect apocalyptic film. Trump and all his military might yeah. against the little Mexicans and they're exploding the hammers. The kids with the hammers. Listen, racism, racism, it's everywhere. One of the places where they try to pretend it isn't, TV advertising, Centre Parks advert. Oh yeah. I've been to Centre Parks. So You've been? I. Yeah. You're going next week, mate, aren't I you? I am actually, yeah. One thing you don't see that I noticed was people swearing, people smoking, people of colour. I thought whenever I'd been to the centre parks, a very white experience. Right, interesting. Almost like if you were trying to see it through negative lenses, you'd think, fucking hell, what am I part of here? Do you know what I mean? Right. Why, why, aren't, why aren't black people or South Asian people here? Yeah. What am I part of? Are you suggesting there's underground meetings going on? Well, you know the thing about often the Masons, the Masons Lodge. Yeah. What is centre parks full of? Lodges. So lodge meetings are very easy to have there. Yeah, gotcha. I won't say it's as far as the Illuminati, but... No, but there's something, <laughs> something going something on. something in it. Yeah, now, go, go, on, go ahead. Centre Park's advert, yeah. huge campaign. Yeah. Centre Park's adverts run all the time at the moment. Mm. And the dad is a really handsome, uh, athletic-looking black guy. I've been to Centre Park's on four occasions. Mm. I've not seen this guy once. Right. Was it Len Shackleton, the great footballer, who once wrote his book about what... And he wrote a book about football. And one chapter was what chairmans know about football. And it was a blank page. Okay. It was an empty chapter. Yeah, nice, nice point. That I think made. the people in charge of the marketing at Centre Parks have never been to Centre Parks. Okay. They don't know what Centre Parks is. Okay. They're London urban metropolitan types. How many, how many Centre Parks are in the middle of London or in the middle of a, well, an urban area? Yeah, you're right. They're not. They're, 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 not, they're not positioned there. They're not. They're in, they're in they're the in middle Greenbelt. of the fucking right-wing heartlands. I'm with you. So centre parks, what they're going to do by including a, a black person, because it's, it's, it's the right way of thinking. Of course. Have the black guy on the commercial with the mixed-race children and the white wife. Are you saying it's box-ticking? It's, it's a box-ticking exercise by the people who've never been to centre parks. Centre parks. And they, they're trying to get more people to go to centre parks. But what they're going to do is end up putting some people off going to centre parks because the racists will see it and go, hang on, what's this, an, initi an initiative to get more black people to centre parks? Yeah. Because at the moment there are fucking none because I've been there because yeah. I felt like it was one massive Ku Klux convention when I was there. Yeah. I shouldn't have worn the white hood. No, it comes with the bike hire. It comes it? with the... So, yeah. You know, you, and, and you're in the woods yeah. and so you're not afraid of burning things. No. It's all there to be set up as a Ku Klux my convention. My goodness, right, my goodness. Troubling for me because I'm going next week. Yeah, so just watch out for that. And the other thing is that I think it's a Persia or a Citroen advert, and I'm not, and I don't know. And this is why. Starts out as a lovely little story about two kids, two young girls, friends. You get it from the advert that they've been separated. They're now pen pals. Yeah. They're meeting up and going to college together. They go to a festival together. Yes. But then one of them gets married to a guy, a man, a human man. Yeah, a human man. It shows the woman who isn't getting married sort of watching the marriage taking place with sort of like a bit of a, bit of a full-on look on her face. Okay. She's happy that her mate has got married. Yeah. But there's a sadness to her. I understand. The woman has a kid. 
Next thing, they're, they're together again. Yes. And it's clear that the marriage has ended. But now, they're suddenly kissing. They're kissing? The two women are kissing. They're on a beach, hanging out. The weather's wet. Right. They're wet. But who's wet? They're both wet. Okay, you mean... Take that however you want. And they start kissing. Oh. A real passionate, full-on snog. Now, my point again is, God. they're aiming to be politically correct, the advertisers. Yeah. But I've now started wanking. <laughs> I'm wanking. What you, where, where are you at the time? I'm wanking at home. Okay. Through me jeans. <laughs> it's not an easy wank. Stonewash. It's a stonewash wank. Now, my point is, yeah. is that the advert finishes. Yeah. I, 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 I'm wanking when the advert finishes. <laughs> I get that it's a car advert, but yeah. I've not realised what brand it is. That's so, the point, so it's not worked on so you. So it's not worked, it could have no. been any car. Yeah. It could have been advertising of yeah. Cadbury's Flake. You're focusing in on the eroticism. The eroticism. To all the marketing people out there, keep it basic. Don't try and book the trend. Because what will happen if you don't, people will get the wrong idea and start gene wanking. My mum's called Jean. <laughs> oh. And now you calling it Jean wanking has brought a terrible image of my mum and dad. I was brought up in the 80s, yeah. as were you. Yeah. And brought up at a time of lads mags. Of and, and women threesomes and... Cadbury's caramel and, les- and lesbianism being a thing that we, our toxic masculinity will kick in and go, oh, two women getting off with each other. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, how good would that be? Yeah. And that is never far away from my head. No. I fight that because I like to think that I'm woke, but I'm wanking through my jeans with no. the kids in the next room. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a stunning confession. It it's really a is. stunning confession. <laughs> but it's a confession that I have to make. Yeah, no, So again, so. be it centre parks or be it the car manufacturers, mm. they think that they're doing the right thing and they are. Yeah. They are for, for society. Yeah. They're saying that, yes, a black person will go to centre parks. Yes, two females will get it off with each other and, and driving whatever car they are. But it will result in me being a base human. Yeah. So... So therefore, it's fucking Haven Holidays from now on. So we're done, mate. We're done, mate. Yeah, it's been uh, utterly nonsensical, but what a fabulous journey we've had. Yeah, a a bollocks journey. Better journey than my journey that I used to hate as a kid, which was Barnsley to Brighton. Oh, well, that is a fucking long journey, it's mate. It's a shitbag of a journey, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the days in the, in the car where you'd... Because we didn't care about child safety. Parents didn't care about no. keeping your kids safe back in the 80s. So I never used to be belted up. No. I used to lie down with my favourite toy. And I got to an age where I'd stick my penis between my legs and just clamp it there for a good two hours of that journey. And I think that's, that made it less painful. So thanks for listening and see you next time. What the fuck is the matter with you? See ya, bye. Bye.